Welcome to Uppity Women. We are back after a few weeks off this summer, and we are coming back to you with a couple of young ladies who are very impressive, and I'm very excited for you to meet them. We met at the Hearn Fine Art Gallery and Pyramid Books on 17th Street or Wright Avenue in Little Rock. They were there to read books for a fairly new AETN program called Gobbledy Book, which is designed to teach kids to enjoy reading. So we have Camille Muller. She's nine, and you'll hear more about her. She wrote a book called I Am Not. It's an anti-bullying book. And then we also got to talk to Cela Boer, who read from Monica Clark Robinson's book Book, Let the Children March. And I will tell you, we are going to hear from Sela again. Camille, too, I am absolutely positive. Sela uh, has a few years on her, and she is just a joy to talk to and meet. And I certainly hope I get to meet her again. Is she a young Bell Hooks or a young Angela Davis? I don't know. She is an impressive young woman, and I really hope that I get to meet her again. So I enjoy this shorter episode. It was a little bit loud in the background at times, so it, it may be kind of hard to hear uh, what we're saying, but just listen closely and buy these books and support these young women. And we will also have an interview in the future, hopefully, with Garbo Hearn, who owns the bookstore and the gallery. I had never been there before, and it was so cool. But we'll talk about that more in a future episode. Um, I'm going to try to get her scheduled as soon as possible. But in the meantime, enjoy Camille and Sila. I am so excited to introduce you to a very special young lady. A young lady who has done what it took me 45 years to do. And she is only nine. I would like to introduce you to the authoress, Miss Camille Muller. I have not my hair. My hair is not too straight. My hair is not too curly. My hair is not too coarse. I have not my skin. My skin is not too dark. My skin is not too light. My skin is not acne. My skin is not vitiligo. My skin is not just freckles, but I am. I am not my color. I am not too black. I am not too white. I am not too red. I am not too peach. I am not too yellow. I am... You have a lot going on. Especially this. This is super exciting. You're, um, um, I'm talking about you going to read your book and be on TV. Yeah, yeah awesome. I'm going to read it to kids. I know, it's so exciting. I'm gonna I have did it before. Yeah, so you're 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 a pro. You know what you're doing, right? I'm a pro. You're a pro, yeah. So why don't you tell me, what's your name? My name is Camille Moeller, and, and I'm nine years old. You're going into fourth grade? Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Do you get good grades? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite subject? What do you like best about school? Um, math. Really? Good. Do you like science? Yes, because yeah. like you guys do these like cool experiments on yeah. stuff. We had um we had did a gummy bear experiment where we had, we had put them in different we had put gummy bears in different things, and we would see if they dissolved or not. Some of them didn't, and some and some of them did. So what did you learn from that experiment? That gummy bears sometimes dissolve in almost everything. Mm-hmm. They dissolve in my belly. <laughs> I think they do. They do. They don't, they don't come out whole anyway, as far as I know. <laughs> um, all right, so, and you live in Mamel right now? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah? And uh, where are we right now? 
We are at Pyramid, mm-hmm. a bookstore, yeah, and an art gallery. This is a cool art gallery. Hello. Do you like art? I love it. That's like my favorite. It's either art or PE that I love most mm-hmm. about school. Yeah, yeah. If we're being honest, that's yeah. Those are the fun ones, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, you get like free draw after you do the work. Right, they let you just draw whatever. What do you do? You have a favorite thing you like to draw? People. People. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Well, I'm excited to see all the all the cool things that you get to do. So yeah, we're at Hearn Fine Art Gallery and Pyramid Bookstore. Mm-hmm. And what are we doing here today? Today. We are getting interviewed mm-hmm. inside a room that has like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven pieces of art, plus the three sculptures, which makes it ten. Yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I can't wait to have more time to look at the art after after your show. So um, I'm holding in my lap a book. Do you want to tell me about this book? Because I'm pretty sure it has your name on it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, tell me how this came about. It's called I Am Not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What What made you want to write a book? Well, it was at church, and the preacher was talking about kids changing the world. Mm-hmm. And so when we got home, my mom was like, what do you want to do to change the world? And I said, at first I said to stop littering. And then I was like, wait a minute. And then I said, stop bullying. Because mm-hmm. that's more severe. Yeah. 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 Well, littering isn't good either, for sure. And we have to take care of our, our environment, like, right? And like animals can die from swallowing something that they can't swallow. That's right. That's right. So you decided that bullying was kind of the most important thing. Lots of important things, but bullying for sure is way up there, right? Yes. Have you ever been bullied before? Yeah, was kids from your school, or one person, or more than one person? It was, it was about like one or two people. Mm-hmm. They were like bullying me about how, how small I am. Really? I'm not really that short anymore. No. I was like this short. Right, yeah. We're all different heights, right? Which is kind of the point of your book, right? Like we're all different and have different things that are yeah. wonderful about us, right? I don't know why why I decided to do hair because I mean people do sometimes get bullied about their hair. Like about their hair? Sometimes. Yeah. Mine's not my hair. It's like coarse is like for this guy. His hair looks like worms. Mm-hmm. Kind of almost like mine, except mine are down. Mm-hmm. Worms. Mm-hmm. Um, this was supposed to be me. Oh. They even got my earrings correct. Oh, oh, that is right. Yeah. So we're looking at the we're looking in the book and and we're on the page that says I am not my hair. Do you want to read this for I me? I feel like this one. This why do I feel like this one is for short, but it's also for straight. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. For some reason. Well, there are lots of different hairstyles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the one I have. Yes. Like down here, ponytail. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> well, do you, is that the favorite way you have to wear your hair? Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> so when you, so when you had these kids who were bullying you, how did you handle it? I mean, I would like, tell like, I would tell the teacher, like, bully. I was like a kindergartner when I got bullied. Did it make you feel bad? It's, it was, I was like, I was, I maybe was crying just a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was able to handle it. Like, it didn't even happen. Do you ever see other kids getting bullied? 
Not really. Well, that's good. That's good. What do you think you would do? Do you think you would try to help them or maybe tell the teacher? I would, I would help them. Yeah. And then, well, I would tell the teacher, and then I would tell them that I told the teacher, and then I would help them. Mm-hmm. Well, why do you think people bully? Probably because they also got bullied. Yeah, that's what I think, too. I think that yeah. they're sad. They're, like, sad. They're like, they think it's a good thing to do. Yeah. So, Just to get off of, like, them getting bullied, they bully instead. Right. It's about power, kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's sad. I um, When I was young... I, don't, I didn't bully anyone, but Me neither. I was mean a couple of times, and I know, and um, I think it was because I wanted to feel better about myself, and maybe I wanted maybe the popular girls to like me, and so I did it the wrong way, you know, and it, I had lots of friends, so I don't, but I think it's just part of growing up, and you learn kind of what's right and wrong. And I've, and I still, I'm 48, so I'm pretty old now. And I still, I still remember very clearly being mean to a couple of girls, and I still feel bad this long later. And so, um, so yeah, I think most bullies they're probably insecure and they're sad and they've got maybe they're being bullied or abused at home. True. Yeah. So, but that doesn't give them. That doesn't mean that they should bully. It just it kind of helps understand. It really does. Yeah. So so tell me about what it was like to write this book. It was actually really fun now that people like get to know who I am. People who don't know who I am mm-hmm. get to finally know. Because mm-hmm. like, I, I want to be an actress when I grow up. Mm. And like maybe be in like a, a couple of movies and TV Good. shows. Yeah. What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie is It. It? The scary movie? I read the book when I was younger, and it was so scary that I didn't want to watch the movie. I watched the 1990 version and the 2017 version. Which was better? 2017, because it was more scary. It was like, boom. Yeah, the, the clown looks really scary. It looked so it looks scarier than what it looked like. Yeah. The first time, instead, in the in like the first one, the 1991, they didn't show um him like they didn't show his arm off. But in the 2017, they had good graphics. They made it. They showed it biting off his arm. <laughs> And then he running, trying to get away from the sewer, and then Pennywise just grabs him. Oh, my God. That's, yeah. Well, maybe I'll have to watch it. It's actually really good. I can't wait for the second one to come out on September the 6th. There's another one coming out? Yeah. It's on September the 6th this year. It's the it's it Chapter 2. Yeah. I saw the trailer, and it, it looked really scary. Okay. Well, my husband doesn't like scary movies, so he won't watch them with me. Neither of my... I was asking my grandma one time. I was like, Grandma, you said you didn't like scary movies, but she was watching a scary movie. She was watching Pet Cemetery. That's scary. I know. And I was like, Grandma, you said you didn't like scary things. And she was like, I don't. <laughs> and I said, this is scary. <laughs> Just because it was a little kid who oh. died in a truck accident. I think, it, I think they're scarier when they're little kids. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just like the first, like just like the first day, um, 2017, there were little kids, and I swear I thought one of them was gonna die. Yeah. Well, did you ever see like Chucky? Child's Play. Child's Play. Yeah. I saw. I want to see the new one that's coming out this year. Mm-hmm. My favorite genre, I think, is horror. Horror. Mm. So do you practice your screams? <laughs> 
<laughs> I swear, I scared you so much. I I guess so much on Aubrey because she'd be doing basketball. I'm like, Aubrey! <laughs> <laughs> and Aubrey's your little sister, she's too, yeah. Um, so uh, what about singing? Do you like to sing? Yeah, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Do you practice at it? Uh-huh. I like to sing in front of my um, uncle Will. Mm-hmm. He's like 61 years old and he's still alive. Oh, well, good. Yeah, at 61, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yep. My first grade teacher, her cousin died at the age of 103. Whoa, that's old. I don't know if I want to live that long. <laughs> Maybe, we'll see. Maybe, because yeah. then you'll still be alive and you'll still have... A couple of years to live your life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which will be a long time. Yeah. Well, I know when you're a kid, I remember like time went so so slowly, like at your age. But now, when you're older, like me, it's like it just it goes by just like that. Yeah. Really fast. Yep. Yep. Okay. So who did your who did the drawings? Um. Who's who's his black? His name is Kenny, but he prefers Art by Black. Mm-hmm. It was like that's his that's his name, Art by Black. Art by Black. Yeah. <laughs> and it's B L A Q U. E. So, um, did you yeah. know? Did you know him before you did the book? No. So you met him. I met him in like April. Mm-hmm. And he lives in Memphis. The reason why I was able to draw so good is because he's a tattoo artist. Cool. See my tattoo. That means girl power. Oh, because it's a girl sign. Uh huh. A girl sign with a fist. Yep. Mm hmm. Because I'm all about girl power. So, do you watch the news or anything? Like, do you pay attention to stuff that's going on? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you see. Sometimes. Yeah. Do you see. um, Do you see that grown ups bully each other too? That's weird. Grown ups bully each other. Yeah. By killing each other. Yeah. That's weird. That's like the ultimate bullying, isn't it? Ultimate bully yeah. is murder. What do you think that we should do about that? Is there anything? Is there any way to fix it? Kids give grown-ups weapons. <laughs> give grown-ups weapons? Whoopins. Oh, whoopins. <laughs> let me tell you. I have a list of grown-ups that you can give a whooping to, okay? You just let me know when you're ready. And I'll, I'll, I'm ready. I'll, I'm ready, I'll, I'm I'll ready, ready right now. I'm yeah. ready right now. We'll start with our politicians. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so do you feel like you're on a mission to, to help stop bullying? And, and did you get a lot of attention for this? Yeah. So Especially because I was the youngest kid in Arkansas who made a book. And you were on the news? Twice. Twice. Once on local Memphis 24, a lot of my family members saw me. Mm-hmm. And most people saw me on KRK. Oh, yeah. So what was that like? Were you nervous to go on TV the first time? I was a little nervous, a yeah. tiny bit. And then I was just like speaking up. I was like, that, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talking. Mm-hmm. About the book? Yeah, yeah. So do you want to write another book? I already have an idea planned. Oh, do you want to tell us or do you want to, st- do you want to wait and surprise us? I went and surprise you. Okay, all right. I won't pressure you. So do you know, <laughs> so do you know what a podcast is? I think I've heard of it. Yeah, I'll show you all the shows. It's like a radio show. Um, oh, right, a podcast. Yeah. It's like a radio that has its own like show. Right, so these are all the shows I listen to. It's a lot. It's a lot. I listen to a lot of shows. And let me see, I'll show you what ours looks like. Yours so, is um, Uppity Women. Uppity Women, yeah. And you know, there's another woman I interviewed, Jessica Key, and she wrote a book about her kind of journey on health. and, and Like having a good health good health and and treating herself well and her book is here too i'll show it to you when we're done do you know what uppity means have you ever heard anyone use that term uppity no um so it basically means when you're uppity that it's it's a way of bullying and 
and it means bullying women i'll show you i'll I'll tell you about it so um so if i say you're being uppity that means you're acting outside of where i think you should be whether that's poor or white or black or um smart or dumb or whatever right yes like me yeah yeah mixed right anything and so but it was used a lot during slavery and after slavery and so they would like the people the people who weren't the slaves were being uppity. This, no, this the people who owned the slaves were like the white people. They called the black people uppity because they thought the black people should be lower than them. And so if, let's say, um, an African-American got educated and they would say, well, that's an uppity Negro. But they would probably usually use the worst word, which I'm not going to say. And then it became, so it was mostly used, I think, originally on on either slaves or or people who used to be slaves, on black people. Then later it became kind of used, uh, do you know what a feminist is? A female that... I don't know. Yeah, we just want the same opportunities as boys, right? We're not better or worse. We just want, I just want, so I'm a feminist, and I just think girls should have the same chances as boys. Sure, because some girls play basketball, and it was usually for boys. Mm-hmm. That's right. Some girls started playing basketball to share the world. Just, well, just like Hillary Clinton, she wanted to be the first woman that was a president. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So they might call her an uppity woman because she, you shouldn't be president because you're a girl, right? So when I named this uppity women, I was saying, that's right. That's right. I am this good. And so I took power. I took control of that word. Does that make sense? So that way, if someone calls me uppity, I say, thank you. <laughs> right? Thank you. Yeah. So Sometimes... Sometimes people say something bad about somebody when they're actually that. And so if somebody like says something bad when you're actually that, just say thank you. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you are that. That's right. Just say thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Moving on. Next. <laughs> now, what is it? What is it? Ariana Grande? Uh, Ariana thank you Grande. next. Yeah. Ariana Grande. Thank, thank you next. Is that her song? Okay. So we can just say that. Thank you next. Right. Thank you. Mm-hmm, next. Mm-hmm. So we're about to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to let you go because you've got your show coming on in about yeah, fi- no. ten or fifteen minutes. Yeah, because I gotta read to the kids. Yes. So, is there anything, any kind of lessons or any advice you want to give us about anything? Anything you want? Well, I don't know. Nothing. No more final words. No more words of wisdom. What? What would I? What would you tell me if I said that someone was bullying me? What would you tell me to do? Just ignore them, or you can just say, "I'm not that." Just I don't even I don't even look like that. Or I don't do this. I don't do that. Whatever, mm-hmm. whatever they say. Just just say I don't do this. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. Or or say or say what? Thank you. Next. Thank you. Next. <laughs> Next. Right. So you just, I'll just take control. So when I was insecure, when I was young, and I got older, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna like, like the gap in my teeth, or you know, my big ears, or whatever. What? I know these are headphones, but anyway, I know, I know. People used to make fun of my ears when I was little, and so then I just. I know my favorite singers are. I gotta say, Melanie Martinez. Mm-hmm. Cause she looks so adorable, just because she has like half-colored hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever makes us happy, right? Yeah. 
All right. Well, I'm going to let you go, but um, thank you so much. I'm excited to hear you read. And we're going to stay in touch, right? Because I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on you and and watch all your successes and you be an actress and a singer and a writer and an artist and a mathematician and a scientist. God, you can do it all. True. Somebody can do a lot of things. That's right. That's if right. If you can multitask. I can actually multitask like really. What do you do? What, what kinds of things do you multitask? I practice interviews also while I try to be funny. Mm-hmm. I do them both at the same time. I can put those jokes inside the so I can multitask my jokes and my Really? If I were an animal, I would probably be an owl, even though I don't have a bird burn. <laughs> Did you make that up? Ooh, and you're a comedian, too. <laughs> you're all the things. Well, that's good. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get in the other room so we can get you set up. And um, thank you so much for talking to us. You're welcome. And I'll talk to you again when you have your next project and surprise us, okay? Okay. All right. Bye. Man, I have a lot of things to do today. Guys, I'm so excited. And um, before I have um, my book read, I want to tell you just a little bit about why I wrote it, okay? So um, about, I think it was about seven years ago, I was sitting in my church, and it was a Martin Luther King Day service, which is always one of my favorites. And they told the story that you're about to hear in my book. It's a story about the Children's March in Birmingham in 1963. What happened was Dr. King came to town because they were protesting segregation, right? And so Dr. King said, adults, uh, we got to march. We got to protest, right? We got we to gotta give them a little trouble so that things change. But the adults didn't feel like they could march because their white bosses said, if you march, you're out of a job. They got bills to pay, kids to feed, so the adults couldn't march. They didn't feel like they were able to march. But then who stepped in to say, um, we can march? The kids. And so in the middle of the day on a Thursday afternoon, the kids left school. And the teachers turned around and wrote at the board so that they didn't notice when the kids left. And the kids marched, and the kids were put in jail. But I'm going to let a good friend of mine tell you the rest of this story. But the reason why I wanted to tell this story was, number one, I had never heard it before. And no one sitting around me had ever heard it before, the first time I heard it. Number two, I wanted to tell this story because the version I first heard was told totally wrong. And wrong in a harmful way. Wrong in a way that didn't tell the truth of what happened. And so I felt like I was called to tell the truth about what this story was about. So, without further ado, I would like to introduce to you a very dear friend of mine who is also a kid, although she's starting to get to that point where I don't hardly even get to call her a kid anymore. And her name is Sela Boer. Come on up here, Sela. And yay, Sela! And Sela was actually one of the kids who was in um, the Reader's Theater of this book when it first came out in 2018. Take it away, Sela. Um, the book is called Let the Children March. 1963, Birmingham, Alabama. I couldn't play on the same playground as the white kids. I couldn't go to their schools. I couldn't drink from their water fountains. There were so many things I couldn't do. One warm spring night, my family went to church. We weren't there to have regular services. We were there to hear Dr. King speak. 
We were there to plan. That you were the author. I didn't know you were you were the reader, which is important also. <laughs> so tell me your name. My name is Sheila Boer. Sheila Boer? Yes. Where are you from? I'm from Little Rock, Arkansas. All right. And tell me how you got connected to Monica. Let me see the book. Um, uh, she was actually um, the mom of a friend of mine when I was little. Beatrice, she's actually here today. That's how I got connected with her. We like grew up together. So. Okay. And uh, her book is called Let the Children March? Yes. How did you come to read? Well, when she was broadcasting the book at first, she would she asked a lot of kids to read a script of her book and perform it in front of people so they could hear the story. And I was one of those kids who did that a couple of times. So, how old are you? I'm 14. Where do you go to school? Um, I'm going to go to Central High School. Oh, exciting! Good. Does this does this book mean anything to you? It does actually. I I always loved hearing about stories about African American people trying to win their freedom, and hearing all these stories about how they were discriminated or they didn't get all the rights they wanted, and they tried to get it back. Because even today there are problems that people don't always know what happened to us, and they don't always get it. So I love hearing these stories and being able to tell them so people will finally get it and not be like not understanding completely because that gets on my nerves a lot yeah well why do you think it's important to understand what happened in the past as it relates to today because in a way African Americans they are humans and we all are humans but there were ways that we grew up that were different from people who might have been white we didn't get all of our rights and still today we are getting like discriminated for being black or being close to to black or not being fully white and we we need to tell them that this happened it's still happening and you need to be respectful to what happened and what is still happening but still treat us like we like with equity because we are equal but equity is a little bit different and not everyone's the same just like not a man and a woman are the same not african-american and white people are the same we are like connected but we had different stories so we all need to learn everyone's stories so we understand exactly what they're going through I'm white and um, as you can see but I'm people can't see me on this um, what would you say to me what can I do to help you and any people of color who are still discriminated against just listen and understand your point think before you say anything ask questions it's okay to ask questions learn and basically just listen to our story listen to what happened and don't shy away from it don't push it away like it never happened learn from it and be better in the world yeah from your mouth I agree totally <laughs> I try to do a lot to help women achieve equity in the workplace and in life at home I mean just everything and um, as a white person it's hard sometimes because we're just kind of the 
the standard, if you will. I don't know how to say it. I don't believe that. But I mean, the more I read, so for example, in pay equity, right? So yes, women are generally paid less than men, but African-American women are paid even less than white women, right? And uh, for Latina women, it's even worse than that. Uh, so it's um, another example I'll give you is um, I've interviewed a couple of women lately who, who encourage and help women entrepreneurs. I don't know how much you know about it, but so like venture capitalism or funding of new business ideas, uh, women get a very small, like 2% of the money that is given to, uh, to entrepreneurs or for business ideas. And African-American women or women of color get 0.02%. I'm sorry, 0.06% of all the money. And even though black women are the fastest growing demographic of people who are starting businesses. So it's, I'm, I'm, what, what do you think it will take for everyone to be able to be able to participate equally or have the same opportunities? I think it probably just starts with maybe one person believing that things can change and working hard even though problems might come of it but they still believe that someday things will get better even though it might seem like they're getting worse they still work and they try to help other people to work so this thing can change because there's no right way about it it's very complicated from how things have grown but if people still believe that they can make a difference and that they can change something in any way possible I think eventually we'll all be able to be equal in the business system in all of it hopefully yeah, yeah in all of it what made you so wise um i don't know i guess it's just hearing all these different people's stories and what people i've grown up with believe and how they see it and i've always wanted to be able to listen and i guess i just learned from them to just be better in the world to know how to help people and when i see something that i don't like try to like fix it in some way possible so I guess I just learned from them growing up in my childhood. Yeah. Do you have good role models? Yes, I do. Yeah. Um, who, who are they? Give me a few of them. My mom, a lot of my friends, a lot of my friends' moms, especially like Whitney Montague, my best friend's mom. She always like taught me a lot of stuff that I that stuck with me. Yeah. I like all those women. Well, I am so intrigued by you, and I'm so excited to see. I don't know. I don't know what. What you do, I don't want to. I want to tell you to do anything. You're you're on your own path, but I'm very encouraged uh, to hear you and to meet you. And I'm just so I don't know. Proud seems condescending, so it makes me feel like I'm a grown up. Like, oh, I'm so proud of you, you know. But I mean, I am honored. I'm honored to have met you, and and good luck with everything. And I hope to hope to see you in the future. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.